Praise the Lord. Amen. God is indeed a good God. Everything is working this morning. Well, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. This is Faith Restoration Ministries at Jekina Theological College. We're so glad to know that God has spared us through the past night, given us a good rest. He woke us up and he lifted us out of bed. We may say the alarm did and we may say that, you know, this did or the other. But it is the goodness of God. It's his mercies. It's his love. I'm going to pray for you now. I do not know what's on your heart. But my topic this morning is you are fearfully and wonderfully made. This is scriptural. Fearfully and wonderfully made. So, do you have a need this morning? I'd like to pray for you. I don't know what your need may be. I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know what even brought you here. But I want you to know that Jesus Christ cares for you. He cares for you and he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. If you put your trust in him today, this very minute, if you open your heart to the Lord, no matter who you are, no matter what the situation is in your life, God will hear you. You may say, but I've been praying and praying. This person prayed for me. The other one prayed for me. I saw nothing. God has not answered. How do you know? Maybe the way God answered you, it's not what you were looking for. So this morning, I'm going to pray with you. And I want to encourage you. Believe. Believe. And another thing, don't tell yourself, well, I'm too sinful. I have done this and I've done that. No, don't, don't believe it. I want to bring back to you again, as I did before, John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. I'm going to bring it to you before we pray. Here's what it says here in John chapter 3. It's well known. But you know, there are people who miss the other verse, verse 17. I like to read it because I think it says more to us than um, 16. 16 says... John 3.16, and I'm reading from the King James Bible. I know you may have a different type of Bible. But anyway, the King James, I can assure you, this is the book you will need, the book you want to read, the Bible. For God so loved the world, think of it, the entire world, his creation, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So for those of you, were saying to yourselves, I'm too sinful. I have done this. I've done so much evil. Do you know what I've done? I don't want to know. God already knows. And he's willing and ready to, to help you. Hear what it says. For God sent not, look at that word not, his son into the world, look at this other word, to condemn the world. He's not here to condemn you and I can't condemn you either. I can't do it. To condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. What I can do is to point out to you that sin will take you into the bosom of hell. It will take you to hell. So I'm here to pray for you today. Again, it doesn't matter how deeply you have sunk into sin. Jesus loves you. Young man, young lady, Jesus loves you. Just as you are. It doesn't matter what others have said about you. It doesn't matter what you have done. Jesus Christ who died on Calvary's cross. God's son 
loves you. He came into the world for you. And he's calling you today. He's saying, come unto me. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bow before you. Here's your daughter, Lord. Here's your son bowing before you. Maybe the tears are falling. Maybe the heart is broken, melting and saying, Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Come into my heart. May you reach that one this morning, Father. May you reach those who are calling on you today. Others have given up on them. Maybe their own parents have given up on them, Lord. Friends have given up on them because they don't want to go the way that their friends want them to go. And so this morning, God, I bring them before you. I ask a pray for our youth. I pray for our youth, Lord. I lift them up before thee because, God, right now in the world, there are so many deceptive situations going on, statements, this, um, and descriptions of the youth, my God. Many are turning them into things that they don't even know what they are. After a while, God, they, 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 they repent, they're sorry, they regret what they have done by listening to the voice of those who don't care about them, Father, even those who have just a form of godliness. This morning, I pray for the youth. I pray for those who are hurting. Oh, God, they're saying nobody loves me. But may they know how much you love them. The word said, for God so loved. I pray for them, Lord. Please reach the youth. Reach the young. We were all so young like them, Lord. But the world was not as cruel and wicked and evil as it is today. The world has become more evil, more than the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, more than the days of um, the people in Jericho, more than the days of the people who held your people in bondage. It's worse, dear God. It's worse than the days of Noah when you sent the flood. It is worse. Our young people are being deceived, oh God, who they are, what they are, how you made them. They're being deceived. And this morning, may you visit them. Show them how much you love them. You love them with the freckles. You love them with the red heels. God Almighty, you love them. No matter how they look. You love them. You love that young man because you made him. You love that young lady because you made her, Lord. You made her in your own image. You made him in your own image, Lord. May they feel your love. Cause them to feel your love today. Just step beside them, Lord. Just touch them. You know you can do it, Lord. You can do it. May the Holy Ghost just visit them wherever they are right now and say, I love you. I love you. Lord, I love them too. I love our youth, God. I love them. And I want to help them. That's why I'm here. So please remember them. And may they turn their hearts over to you. We plead the blood against every plan and work of Satan against this ministry and against these young people, Lord God. We plead the blood against a lying demon that's been lying to them about the way they look or who they are. We plead the blood of Christ against it. Upon the authority of your word, he said, we will trample serpents and scorpions and all manner of dragons and lions this morning. Whatever form the enemy takes to, to, to cause them, to deceive them, Lord, cause them to believe a lie about themselves and their image. May that lie be reversed. May they see the truth. May they look in the mirror and see that they are fearfully and wonderfully made. 
I plead the blood of Christ of the, against the agents of evil, liars and deceivers. I plead the blood against them that they will stop. Save your people, Father, in Jesus' name, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Praise God. How are you today? I do love young people. You know why? I used to be a school teacher for many, many years, high school teacher or secondary school teacher for many years. I always loved my class. Where I'm from, we didn't do the grade system there, but we went from Form 1 to Form 5, and I used to love the Form 5 students because they were teenagers. You know, and they had a lot of fun, a lot of fun I had with them in the classroom. I love young people. Maybe you're a young person listening to me this morning, and you're saying to yourself, but no one ever cared for me. Maybe you're saying, this thing is happening to me. Maybe you're saying, that thing, I, I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see. Let me say here to you in Genesis chapter 1. Let me read it because I prefer to read the word to show you that I am not speaking from my own self or what I think is or should be. I'm telling you what the word of God says. In Genesis chapter 1, chapters 1 and 2, it tells you how God made you. Let's work down here. Um, Verse 27, and if you have your Bible, you can, young person, take your Bible and open it. Read Genesis chapter 1. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. God created man. And he's talking about this entire creation. Remember what he said? Male and female. Back in the days when they wrote the Bible and talk about this, he and she and what of you. It was just man. It meant the entire world of people. So God created you. You may say, but I don't look like my sister. My sister is more beautiful. She has more friends than I do. God has made you what he wants you to be. And he made your sister the way he wanted her to be. But you are just as beautiful as your sister. And maybe even more. Because beauty is not a matter of being on the outside. It's what you produce, what comes out of you. What comes out of your mouth when you speak, when you open your mouth? What really comes out there? What comes from your mouth? All right. So, and you're a young man. Others are saying, they're telling me a lot of stuff, aren't they? They're telling me a lot of things. And you have known of friends who believe them and did what they told them to do. And they're regretting it today. Don't fall in that trap. You know, there's somewhere in the Bible, another time I'll go and look for it. It's in Thessalonians, where God said, because the people refused to believe him, He gave them up to strong delusions so that they would believe a lie. And this is what is happening today. They are believing a lie. And let me say here, strong, he sent them strong delusions that they would believe a lie. 
Okay, this is I'm going to find it first. Sometimes I said I'm not going to look for it, but I had to look for it. It's in Second Thessalonians two and verse eleven. Second Thessalonians two and verse eleven. And if you're writing, you can always rewind the tape when you're ready. But um, I like to use the scriptures because it's important for you to know where, because many of you, I'm sure you don't take time to read the scriptures. So I have to take the time to show it to you. Hear what it says here. When we think about it, from, at least from verse 9, 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 9, even him who's coming is after the working of Satan, of all power and signs and lying wonders. He's talking about the devil, what he's going to be doing, and this is what is happening. People are telling you that you're square when you're, you know that you're round, they tell you you're square, and you must turn to a round. Don't believe them. Hear what the word of God said. Verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. You have an opportunity to hear the word as you're listening to me this morning. You have the opportunity to hear the word. And when you hear the word, you are to believe the word. Because why? The word of God is true. The word of God cannot change. Listen, the same way they cannot change who you are, they may try to do it, but they can't do it. It's impossible. Neither can they change the word of God. It's already settled. Whatever God has made, whatever he has made you to be, you want to be a teacher, whatever, whether physically or career-wise, that's what God is going to have you to be, no matter what you try to do. And there are some things which God has made which cannot and will not, and man can't do anything to change it. They're just lying to you. And so it is, this is where I'm getting, verse 11, he says here, And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. I'm giving you the truth this morning, that God made you into his own image, a beautiful young woman and a handsome young man. Yes, truly, it is true. This is a scripture, all right? He said that they might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Do the right thing, young lady. Do the right thing, young man. And the scripture I just gave you is Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 11. Now let's get to our scripture for the morning. Let's read here from um, Psalm 139. Your top, the topic this morning is fearfully and wonderfully made. And all those scriptures are falling into place. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Hear what, and this is this, I believe it's, um, I thought so. David wrote the Psalm 139. Read it from the King James. You know, I'm a King James person. That's the only prejudice I have, other than against Satan. <laughs> I only read the King James. And many of you, you're, you're saying, oh, no, it's, so, it's not hard to read. You ask the Holy Spirit, say, Holy Spirit, give me guidance, teach me, direct me, instruct me. You'd be surprised to know you're going to fall in love with the King James and you're going to say the other Bibles are just too light. They're not saying anything to you. You know, let's begin. Start from verse 13. 
from the time you were a baby, from the time you were conceived. Look at this. He said, For thou, one, Psalm 139, beginning at verse 13. For thou hast possessed my reins. That's you. He has got you held together. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb while your mother was pregnant with you. God was protecting you. Did you know that? He was keeping you alive. Yes, he was. And then he said, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. David recognized the handiwork of God. He recognized God's wisdom to have made him. He wasn't looking at his stature to say, oh, I should have been six feet tall. I should have been slender built. Maybe you're saying I should have, have hips like that person or have the man is saying I should have shoulders like that friend, muscles. No, this is who God has made you. And when God is come, when he comes, when he calls for you, he's going to be looking for the boy he made and the woman he made. Anything beside, other than that, you can be sure he's going to say, I never knew you. I, who are you? Then, let's read it again. Psalm 139 and verse 14. It says, I will praise thee. Give God thanks for who you are. You have health. Yes. You have a, free, a freedom to go out and come in. You're able to go to school. Maybe you're in college and you're listening to those professors telling you a lot of nonsense, with putting a lot of cotton into your, into your head. Get the Bible. You want to know the truth about who you are? Get the Bible. Say, Lord, I heard about you. I heard about this book, that it is true, and you wrote it. You gave man wisdom that while you were speaking to them through the Holy Spirit, they were writing what you were telling them. They were interpreted through the Holy Spirit. Well, the Holy Spirit interpreted to them, and they were writing as he gave them the interpretation. I need to know who you are, God. I need to know if what I've read in this book is true. Because I heard, the scientists told me this, Lord. My doctor told me this. My parents told me this. My friends told me this. My teachers told me this. My professor told me this. Lord, what do you say in your word? Show me. Show me, God. And he will. Oh, yes. Did you know you can talk to God? Yes, you can. And he'll answer you. You only got to tune your ears and you will hear. He said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, that my soul and that my soul knoweth right well. Let me say here to you. Of all the things that God created, everything he called into being through the Holy Spirit. He called. But when it came to you, when it came to me, when it came to mankind, God came down into the dirt, picked up, made up a ball of dirt, shaped it, and then made man, made a woman, and then he blew breath into it. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We were well designed, young lady. You're a woman. Young man, you're a man. You were well designed and fashioned by God. You're beautiful. You're a handsome young man. 
You know, many years ago, I heard, a, here's a story I'm going to share with you. A little boy went home and told his mother that the teacher called him a monkey. The wise mother took the child and said, look in that mirror. What do you see? He said, a little boy. And as I said, the wife, she said, and a handsome one too. And I love him. And she hugged him. You look in that mirror. When someone says to you, you're something else, or you should be something else, look in that mirror and ask yourself, I'm a, be- I'm a beautiful young lady. I'm a handsome young man. Do you know that there's a devil, Satan, he has imps who works for who work, they work for him, and all he has to do is say, "You see Johnny over there? Don't you see he's sitting by himself? Go over there and tell him, tell him such and such." And he gives instruction, and they come. That demon comes and he he, he start annoying you, telling you, "You should be this. You should be six feet tall. You should be shaping like like um what uh, uh, what's it a pear." Look at you, look at you. Don't you see? You should be this or you should be that. That's what the demons do. They are demonic spirit. Either they come in the form of your teacher, your doctor, or whomever, your friend. These are demonic spirits. These are spirits that are lying to you. You're handsome. You know, there are parents who tell their children they're ugly. They're not amount to anything. I hope that parents begin to rethink. And if you're a young person and your parent or even your teacher or somebody told you something else about yourself than what you are, be strong enough to turn around and say, listen, I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made because the God who gives you breath is the one who made me in his image. I am beautiful and I am who you see here. Just and just keep on stepping. Believe in yourself. Believe in your God. Believe in the God who made you fearfully and wonderfully, beautiful and handsome. Don't believe the lie. Don't believe the strong delusion. Don't take that on. That's not for you. That's for those people who don't believe in God. That's of those people who work for the devil. Do you know there are people who work for the devil? Yes, there are. The same way I work for God. Yes, I work for God. That's why I'm here. Been doing it for many years. Taught Sunday school, assistant pastor, several times. And teaching whatever else I do, I've done, and doing counseling or that. For God. Why? That's where he has placed me. Find your place in God. Find your place in God. Ask him. When Paul, the apostle Paul, he's the last of the apostles. The last. What you see and hear today are man-made. You know, you have... um, um, when I was growing up, they had cotton, real cotton, and then they have the new synthetic cotton, you know, the man-made sort of thing and so forth. All sort of man-made material. One time, I remember when, uh, back in the early days, shoes you had were all le- made from leather. 
But you, you, you can't afford the leather shoes these days. Because you're getting the man-made man -made material. But let me say here. You were made by God in God's image. Accept who you are. Be thankful for who you are. Give God praise. Give him honor. Give him glory. Say, God, I am fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. And I thank you, God. I praise you, God. I glorify you, God. Tell him that. Don't be afraid. He'll be glad to hear that. Say, God, I'm thanking you for who I am. Thank you for making me like you in your own image. You called me to think, to love. I have anger. You give me some of your care. i able to do this. No other. Only you. That's how much you love me. You blew breath into me. You called me to be able to think. Think things out. Work things out. And now God, look where I'm at. I'm at a college or wherever you are. Be content where you are. Love God. Believe that God is real. Believe that he loves you. He cares about you. Don't believe anything else. If it's coming from man, you know it's not real. But when you can go in, this is why I give you the scriptures. I don't want you to think that I'm giving you something that's not so. I give you the scriptures. So today, keep this in mind. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Verse 14 of Psalm 139. And then verse 15 said, you know, it takes a while to see that little, that little thing. Yes. <laughs> when a conception, I don't know if they have any microscope that can see. But anyway, he says in verse 15, My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Did you know that God sees every aspect of your life? He commanded that, that seed to go and meet the other, the, to, to sail up the, up the um, upstream. That's the only time they could say, sail upstream to meet another, another one, like, almost like itself. And they joined together to make you. That's how you're here today. God did it. And he saw it all. He was there. He was the, he, listen, he was the architecture, the architect. Put it that way. Yeah, he was the architect. He put it all together. And David is saying, your eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. That means naked eyes, in a microscope. I don't even know if they, they have um, that, those power, any powerful microscope that could see it. And in that book, all my members were written. God already knew what your hands were going to look like. If I knew everything about you before any person, while you were yet in your mother's womb, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Nobody could see them. But God could. So while you're there as two little things, multiplying, multiplying, and even if man can't see it, God can. He sees it. And he sees all that is going on from the time the two of you met. And things start to work. Nothing stops. It's like a factory. Just keep going, 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 going until the day your mother delivered you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Then he says in verse 17, How precious are thy thoughts unto me. Oh God, how great is the sum of them. He said, if I count, if I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. He falls asleep. And he says, 
when I awake, I am still with thee. Let me say here today and give you a reminder. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't be ashamed of who you are. You're a young man, you're beautiful. You're a young lady, you are... No, let me change that. You're a young lady, you're beautiful. You're a young man, you're handsome. Accept yourself, accept what God has made you. Listen, even if your mother or your father told you something else, oh, you're not handsome, you're not like your brother, you're not like your sister, say, mommy or mom or ma or mum, <laughs> God tells me that I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. And it doesn't matter what you say. I know who I am. And above all, God made me into his own image. This is what God wanted me to be. This is who God wanted me to be. So it doesn't matter what you say. I am believe what God's words say. Today I wanted you to know that it, is, it was my pleasure to come here. And if you, would, if you have any questions, if you want to meet with us, you want to talk with somebody, you can call us at 678-964-4096. You can also find us on the web at www.frministry.org. That's Faith Restoration Ministries. And you'll also find your kind of theological college there. Do you want to study the word? I mean just the word. This college doesn't have any frills. It is just a Christian college that studies the word. If this is what you want, if you want to do a course, just one course, especially this or popular one is called study of the word where you learn about the word, certain aspects of the word. It's so important, very interesting program. I remember one student said, how she was looking for us when she saw that we studied the Bible. This was what she wanted. I hope this is what you're looking for. And if God has called you, or maybe he just called you just to, just to serve him, that's all. Not to be a minister in, in particular with a title, but just to know, the, know him. Study the word. Get to know who the Lord is. And I pray for all of you there. I believe some of you will be having um, finals coming up towards the ending of the year. And I'll be praying for you when we finish here. Remember, Faith Restoration Ministries. Many of you have heard about us a long time ago. And I'm sure that um, you'll hear more about you, you, You've been following us, no doubt. You've been listening to us. You know, but... If you need to know more, you want to know more about us, go to our website. You can fill out a contact form or you can leave a voicemail. The number is there and the 678 number that works better. And may God bless you and keep you. Have a wonderful day. But let us pray before you go. If, again, if you have a prayer need, believe God as I pray with you. Just tell the Lord what it is. Maybe all along, maybe you are planning to do something because somebody persuaded, persuaded you to do something. And I pray that this word changes your mind. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that for everyone who is bowing before you and asking for your direction, for your guidance, everyone who thought that what others said about them was true, that thank God today you have changed their mind and shown them that they are wonderfully and fearfully made and how much you love them because you made us all in your image. Father, we pray for those who are taking exams, that you give them great success. Bring back to their memory. Let them know, God, that you have made them 
and the same way you've made them, you'll keep them and make the successes of them. May you bless and undertake. I bind all demonic spirit, all those imps that will come to them and tell them a lie, that they become deluded. No more, Lord God. No more of that lie. No more of that lie. Let them not believe it anymore. And I pray, God, they give their hearts to you, that they'll have the power to trample the enemy and to rebuke him. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. We plead the blood of Christ over everyone and over this ministry. May God bless you. May he keep you. And may his face shine on you and give you peace. God bless until we meet again. Again, this is Faith Restoration Ministries, restoring lives one life at a time through the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And Shekinah Theological College, by the way, it is online. No matter where in the world you are, you can reach this college. Shekinah Theological College. That's S-H-E-S-H-I. Hmm. S-H-E-K-I-N-A-H. <laughs> I'm getting my eyes up. <laughs> Next up. Yes, H-A-S-H-E-K-I-N-A-H. Shekinah. You know, when I was looking for a name, we changed the name a few times, but this time, thank God, it's staying because the, the name that was given to me was what I was feeling in my spirit. I want some that brings the presence of the Lord. So God bless you until we meet again. And our motto is, what does the word say? Until the next time, God bless. Remember, you can reach us with your message, with your, with your um, questions, or we also have inspirational books. The, um, we have for the youth, we have the singles. Listen, go to our website, www.frministry.org slash books, and you'll find the books there. God bless. Until we meet again. Praise Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless the Lord again. To God be all the glory. And we just pray that the Lord will bless each and every one. And remember that we are here for you. If you have a need, we will pray with you, for you, and pray you through. And if you need someone to talk with, sometimes we just need somebody to talk with. You know, it happens all the time when you find that um, maybe you wake up one day feeling a certain way and you wish you could reach out. You wish you could call someone. Listen, even if we don't get the message right away, just leave a message. Please pray for us or pray for me. We pray for you right there and then. So God bless you. Until we meet again, God bless.